Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to the Katie K9 show. I greatly appreciate it. All right. How do elephants smell? Any idea? With their nose. Okay, no. Nope. Duh. <laughs> how do elephants smell? Not very good. Oh, it's one of those. okay. Fine then. Isn't fine it? then. There you go. Be fine tricky. Say just a note. Uh, this Wednesday, hopefully, I will be on the Twin Cities Live sometime between three and four. Ooh, so fun. This, uh, yeah, it depends on if it's snowing greatly. I'm not coming. <laughs> so, uh, so because I, I take the back roads, I refuse to take the freeways. Yes, and that's just and I'm not spending an hour on the back roads to come in for you know a four a three second yeah th- th- slot yeah. So we'll see. So so far, right now, weather permitting, it's planned. I'll be on. Uh, Twin Cities Live this Wednesday, uh, February 20th, sometime between 3 and 4. So t- uh, tune in. All okay. Right? All right. And then, um, now listen, we're going to take a quick question. We've got Fairview Hospital Hospice uh, 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 for dog therapy on the line, but we're going to get to that. First, I want to get to Lori, and then we'll come back to Janelle. Okay. Yes. So let's go to Lori. All right. Here's Lori. Hey, Lori. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. So what's going on? So in September, um, our dog had uh, partially sliced the tendon in the front of his leg. No idea how he did it. Okay. And, you know, had surgery and went through recovery. Ever since then, every once in a while, he he starts jumping on three legs and right. holds the, the leg up. Okay. And then somebody will grab a toy and the leg will go down and he'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or he'll go out and walk, he'll be just fine, and then all of a sudden, randomly, he'll be on, <laughs> on three. Right. Can they fake it? Uh, well, I no, mean, it's just... Uh, do you think it's something? No, or? no. Uh, what my guess is that, a uh, couple things. Number one, uh, how long was the recovery when he did that? Oh, it was a few months. Okay, yeah. And so, now, did you do any uh, 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 hydrotherapy with this? No, they didn't. They put him in a... Um, he had a couple of casts and yeah, probably yeah. went through about. See, this is what I don't cones. understand. You know, if you were a human, you would have gone through therapy after that, right? You know, to yeah. reacclimate the muscles, muscles to stretch them out. I don't get why people, why the vets, you know, put the the animals through like the hip surgery and the ACL surgeries, and they don't do any hydrotherapy, you know, in the water to reacclimate and get everything working good again. Yeah. So anyway, so my guess is a couple things that I would do with this um, is that number one, I would try a chiropractor first all right because uh, when because of with that injury everything else was off gated you know you had you had to compensate so he could have tweaked something that shows up every once in a while you know like uh, how your back all of a sudden does the ouch otherwise Mm -hmm. you've been doing really good and so i would do i would do chiropractic is what i would do first Okay, and then see how that goes. Okay. Okay, and then I would not have, don't be a fetching machine with this dog, okay? I mean, it's one thing to lob the ball out and have him go get it. You want to find other things for this dog to do, whether it's nose work, whether it's, but agility, I would say, is out, you know, because this has been too short a time for everything to repair itself correctly. All right. Mm. And so the thing is, is that we just think if they can use four paws, well, let's, well, let's send them on a mission of 50, you know, tennis ball throws. Okay. No. So the thing is, is that maximum of throw is maybe three throws at one time and don't whip it. Don't have him going 200 yards out. So he's going 90 miles an hour, a hundred miles an hour to get to it, slams on the brakes, pivots, kicks off and comes back to you. You're mm-hmm. just doing them and in, uh, all the money that you spent into all that. So that's what I mean is that you, you need to go slow and allow this at least a year. 
if not a little bit more, to you know get itself back in go order. And uh, hydrotherapy, you know, I would you know at first I would do the chiropractic to kind of retweak everything, put everything back in line again, mm-hmm. and then see how it goes. And then if he does, then a hydrotherapy would you know kind of remotion, you know, getting all the ligaments and all the muscles you know back into shape and help the the internal internal healing process. Okay, does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Okay. And so the you're right because the chiropractic, most of them you have. What area do you live in? Northeast Minneapolis. Okay, because uh, let's see. There's uh, in Ham Lake. You got Dr. Tracy Stacy, and then in New Hope you got Dr. Rebecca. Um, and then there's a chiropractor for everybody. Just kind of check around because most of them they you have to get a referral from your vet to go to it, and there's that should be no problem whatsoever. All right. Okay. But that's what I would definitely try just to tweak and try to get everything realigned because he was off gated for so long. Sure. You know, and that's just the same thing as us people. And then the other thing would be maybe, and then with summer coming, get him out into the lakes because that's his own hydrotherapy. Have sure. him chase a ball in the lake. I mean, that, you, know, you don't have to pay for it, but that, that, that because it's non weight bearing and it really helps repair and realign, you know, muscles and tendons. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. kid. Thank you. Thank you. Bye Take now. Bye bye. I don't get that with vets. You know, they go through all this major surgery with ACLs, hips, and such like that, and then they don't do... I know it's more money. I know the surgery itself was, you know, a, a, a buttload of change. But the thing is, if you're going to do it right, want the surgery to actually work, then they need the therapy, just right. like in humans. Right. And so yeah. that drives me totally insane. That should be part of the price. You know, when they say it's going to cost $4,000, right. that therapy should, should best gonna, be in yes. there. So that's, that surgery truly, truly works. So anyway... Okay, I'm off my. I'm off. I was gonna say soapbox soap done. I know it's calm down. Katie. It's done calm for the day, down. y'all. Okay, now we're gonna talk to very calm people. Calm people, yes. <laughs> we're gonna hopefully. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna talk to Janelle here, and Wendy's there too. And Wendy's there yeah. too. So Janelle and Wendy from Fairview Hospice uh, Therapy Dog Program. Hello, gals. How you doing? Great. Hello. Thanks for having us on today for a little bit. Oh, no problem. No problem. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I had mentioned you had sent me a thing that you guys were looking for therapy dogs for the Fairview. Now, is it a Lina health system? How does this work? It's for the Fairview um, health systems. And so I work in the um, home care and hospice division of Fairview. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking for pet therapy volunteers to bring joy and comfort to our patients and their families as they're approaching that end of life. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, last week you were talking about pets at end of life, too, and I happened to tune in and, and hear that. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's out there. It is, you yeah. know, and we just really have a passion for bringing comfort um, to those patients and families. And Wendy um, got Trina um, trained and certified last year, and she has brought an enormous amount of joy and comfort to some of our families up here. Um, and so I wanted her to be able to share a little bit about what she does so people can really um, understand what what our volunteers do and, and the impact that they have on others. Um, now, is this like at Fairview hospitals or do you have, do they go to like in-home patient? 
Yeah, well, the Fairview Home Care and Hospice goes into people's homes. We go into assisted livings and um, facilities as well. But there's also um, the hospital, all of the hospital systems, too, also have pet therapy teams. All right. Um, I just happen to be out of the hospice division. All right. Um, So, but yeah, the hospital um, is a great place to volunteer as well. There's so many opportunities for therapy dog teams to go in and really... um, make a difference All right. There's from libraries to hospitals to um, a person who lives in their own home to airports. I mean, the, Oh yeah. The list is endless. You right. know, they really, I'm oh, glad yeah. people are seeing the value of what um, dogs can bring to humans. I know like at the U of M, they also have like animals coming in during like finals week just to really help with that. Calm stress. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a so good pet. Great. Yeah. I can vouch for that. Yeah, Carly's yep. going, mm-hmm. yeah, she goes to the U. Yes. You bet. Yep. Awesome. But now you're work- now you're working specifically with Fairview though in the hospice program, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep, that's where we're from. Okay, so now Wendy, uh, talk to us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like Janelle said, my ten year old Brittany uh, Trina, we started visiting last uh, summer. Okay, now um, back up. Did you say Brittany? Yep. Like uh, ricochet off the wall, Brittany, that most of them are? <laughs> no, she's actually pretty mellow. You got to her. She was, in, she was in your trick class. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. the dog's name? Trina. Oh, Trina. Oh, that one. Yep. Okay. Now Trina. I know. Okay. Hello. Wake up. Smell the coffee. <laughs> yep. 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 So, okay. Um, we passed our certification last summer, and we started going to nursing homes. I've been to assisted living facilities and um, a private home. Um, all of my patients are big dog lovers, and... You know, I like they like to talk about the dogs they had in the past. Right, right. And some of them had to leave their pets when they entered the facility. So we just go there to try to cheer them up. And having them pet Trina and visit with Trina um, usually does the trick. Now, what is the process to do this? For okay, I've got a dog. I want to get into therapy and do what you're doing. So what am I going to do now? Yeah. Um, well, you. Just ask yourself a couple of key questions like, does my dog kind of have that right temperament and is my dog good around people? And um, that kind of is the first step. Right. And then really finding a good training program um, that has therapy dog training classes. Now, where did you go? Um, There's several in the area. Um, We... I know there's one in Hugo. Yeah, that Total Um, Greta does the one at Total Recall. I know that. Yep. Right. I don't know if they do anymore. Okay. Um, I know they used to. Diane Klein, I think, used to do a lot of therapy dog training there. Yeah, but I think she's um, going to But I think there's now. like Cloud Nine in Maple Grove, and okay. there's one over in Lake Elmo. I can't remember. Pet Animal. Oh, it. yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we, so we just need Katie to get one going. Oh, then there's Katie Kane. I heard she oh, really wants to do that. I really would. I really would. But the thing is, is that there's one of me and there's only so many days in a week. Right. Then there's right. that. Well, I do suggest, though, Katie, that they go through your obedience class first because that is a key part of a therapy dog. They really need to be yeah, obedient and, yeah. and follow instructions. So right. that's really important. That is. That is. Yep, it's kind of like the prerequisite, you know, mm-hmm. having passed like that obedience and um, distraction class and... Um, or good citizen. Right. Um, those yep. are kind of some key ones 
to be able and to not, get your dog into therapy class. And, and not then, all dog personalities are good for this. Some people get a pup thinking this is going to be a feature therapy dog. Mm-hmm. And then as they, the dog evolves, they realize, yeah, maybe not so much. You Can you hold yeah. on? we gotta got to run to break. And then so we're okay. going to call, call day, come back and talk some more, okay? <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, so hold on. Don't hang up. Okay, what game do leopards always lose? What game do leopards always lose? We'll be back. Alrighty then, yep, this is Katie Canine here every Sunday from 4 to 6, answering your canine questions and occasional feline questions on mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page and you can check out my Facebook page, which I, Katie Canine Facebook page, which I post a lot of fun, funny things and just things that you need to know as a pet owner and a dog owner. And then also you can get to my website and then the podcast, remember all this is podcast. All right. What do, game do leopards always lose? I think I know this one. All right. Um, hide and seek. Okay. Because they always get spotted. Whoa. Right? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Look at you. I was, I was like really thinking about this one. That is really good. Hide <laughs> and seek because they always get spotted. Very That's good. a good you one, get though. A, you get a gold star for that yes. one. That, because gold you, that star was, today. Yes, you did. You, you did yes. very, very good. I'm very impressed. I need to start keeping track of my gold stars. I go. should put a chart in here. Oh, yeah. There should be go. like kindergarten all over yeah. again here. <laughs> Harley did go. good today. Yay. We got half of a star today. Face. Yeah, we got smiley faces. Okay, we talked to Judith. Nell and Wendy uh, from Fairview uh, Hospital, their uh, therapy uh, 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 do program, and they're looking uh, looking for uh, new therapy people that are interested in doing this. Correct? Yep. All right. And so, how do they go about this? Okay. Now we already have that the dog needs some. First of all, you need to have some uh, training, you know, some yep. uh, obedience training, so you can get a hold of the situation. Because yep. now in therapy, you could only imagine you can use gentle leaders, but it's usually just the regular uh, sla, uh, regular buckle collars, correct? Correct. Well, it's okay. a buckle. Collar. <laughs> I'll speak to that. Yep, it's a buckle collar only. Um, not uh, you know any of the choke collars right, or anything right, like right. that. It has to be a buckle collar. Right. Yep. 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 And then harnesses too, as long as they don't pull. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now, how now? How can they join your team there? Well, once they've gone through therapy class, what's really important for them to do, and most therapy classes train to an evaluation of their dog, and then the evaluations, whether it's through um, an organization like Therapy Dogs International or mm-hmm. Pet Partners or the Alliance of Therapy Dogs. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that either register or certify your dog to be a therapy dog team Um, and so once all of those processes are done then they would just go to fairview.org hospice volunteer and fill out an application Um, and then we do an interview process with um, the team um, the dog and the owner the human um, (laughs) to find out you know kind of what their goals and ambitions are and kind of what drives them and um, motivates them to want to be a team in our hospice organization. All right. And then um, we also have some human training, we call it, um, <laughs> for the teams too. So just to really um, better equip everybody to go out and make those visits. And then right. we also do co-visits with our new teams as well, just to get them started. Um, it's pretty flexible. Teams set up their own visit schedule once they're already, um, once they're onboarded with volunteering. And so it's it's pretty flexible too, which oh, nice. is nice. Good. Yeah, because that is becoming huge. I mean, oh, uh, the, yeah. the latest now is where the kids learn to sit and read to dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, the dogs are so 
it, it just tickles me pink that of the where they are being, you know, uh, just their yeah. their kindness and gentleness is being used. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's unbelievable. I and, witnessed that with my son. He um, isn't a huge fan of school, and when he was in, <laughs> I believe it was first grade, first second grade, and um, we went to a uh, an event at a library, and he does not want to read, and he sat with that dog, and it was wonderful just yep. to watch him finally, you know, start to read to the dog, and that's kind of where I got my, um, I was bitten by the therapy dog, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've just really watched it just make huge differences in the lives of, you know, my own children, yep. and, you know, now the patients that we we serve. It's just because there's so many cool. stories out there where you bring them to a place where a person hasn't talked in years, mm-hmm. right. and, and the, the dog enters the room and the person lights up, and all of a sudden, uh, it's, they're just a motor mouth talking about yeah. the dogs they grew up with. Like you say, they are they all have stories, yeah, and they just open up. A dog is just a natural, or even cat, you know, what I mean, it just depends on the person, you know, what yep. kind of animal they like, you know. And so, now, do you have other other than dogs in your program? Do you have cats or iguanas or anything else like that? Boy, I, I wish I could say yes, but right. Right now, we just have the therapy dogs. Okay. I had a nurse call in um, one one day, and she said, "Boy, he'd really like a cow, but a dog will do." <laughs> <laughs> it was a you know an old farmer, farmer. and wanted to you yep. know have yep. a cow, that, but that is funny. We brought a big dog. Yeah, <laughs> I good. have a few patients that are big horse lovers, and Aww. those little miniature horses would be awesome to walk right. in the room with them. Yep. I can't even imagine they right. would just be ecstatic. Oh, that would be so. You'd be open to like I know I I know of a couple of mini horses out there that are in the therapy program so hopefully they got their ears on because that that is you know <laughs> you know not everybody would be up for that but that that's a pretty good deal well we never say never but yeah. um at this point it's just it's not in our policy but mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. mean that those animals don't exist right you know and could bring a huge value we just Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys enlightening all of us with the therapy because that is becoming huge. My, yeah. I just got a big, uh, my big row is uh, people that are using service dogs incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and so yeah. I, I'm having a little bit of a, a bad name. Oh, yeah, I'm having a little <laughs> bit of difficulty. And I, I talked to a psychologist and I wanted her, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get her on the, on the, uh, on the show to explain and hopefully open, shed a little bit of light on this whole thing. But right, because it really is, it's, it's right. It's hurting the service dog, true service dogs, you know, the therapy dogs and such like that. Right. Yep. <laughs> and so it just totally, I don't even give that'd be another soapbox. We don't want to go there. <laughs> when <laughs> but, I go, when I go to visit, there's people that ask me because they see her tag that she's a therapy dog and they say, can I pet her? And I said, Oh, definitely. That's what she's here for mm-hmm. is to be pet. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we see a lot of people, not just the, the patients that I visit, but we also um, visit with the staff members there and the families of the patients. So we get to see everybody and brighten their day. That is, no, that is, it truly does brighten so many. And what's so funny is that it's not, uh, I, say, I shouldn't say funny, but unique, is that hardly sometimes a word is said and so much is gained. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just you know between the, the just the facial expressions, the touches, and such like that is is totally yeah it, it totally now do now if I'm right now don't certify our, our therapy dogs have to be recertified every two years. Um, each depending on the organization in which they go through their evaluation, whether it's a certified or a, a registered, okay. um, there's okay. different terminology, but through organizations, um, it's 
depending on that particular organization. Okay. Because I know that when they this first started evolving years ago, that they didn't realize a lot of the therapy dogs got burnt out because it's hard work yeah. for them. It really yep. is. It and is. so that's why I was really happy that, okay, they recertified so that, because there were some dogs I was seeing out there and it's like, this dog is uh, like wants out. Yep. I, you know, so, and so to know that, and then I said, as I said before we went to break, you know, there's so many people that get that puppy that, oh, this is going to be my future therapy dog. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it turns out, well, yeah, this personality isn't conducive to that maybe when they're five or six years old but and the breed and the year of the dog i mean that all goes into play just the temperament it might not be a good oh exactly just like some people i mean and some days there are good days for us some days you know she's tired we just cut the visit short you just need to know when and you you need need to know your your partner you need to know you know whereas oh because they get tired just like us some days i wake up and go oh lord movie time i'm not moving and nobody's making me right and trina's laying right here next to us on her blanket she's, she's not real engaged right now <laughs> having a good time you. napping she said i know they're talking about me i can hear that name and <laughs> right. i think i recognize that voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> once again how can they get a hold of you guys uh just head to our website which is fairview.org okay um backslash hospice volunteer all right all um right. would be the best route all otherwise right. um i can give you a phone number if that makes sense well, go go for it give all out right something. go ahead it's 612 40, 42. All right. Well, you guys keep doing the great work that you do, and I greatly pre- appreciate what you do, and so do very many others. So that is great. And thank you for taking the time well, to call in. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you. You, you bet. Yeah. You take care, and I'll stay between the ditches. <laughs> yeah, <that's cool. laughs> and no more snow for you, okay? <laughs> okay, kiddos, take care. Right, Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, two great gals, Wendy and Janelle. They're very, very nice. And Trina, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I forgot Trina, no wonder, because there's not too many Trinas around there. And I'm like, because oh, Brittany's, you know, I mean, they're like, dee, dee, but, but yeah. Trina is yeah. just a very laid back. She's older, but yeah. she's just very, oh, she's just a honey. She's just a honey. So that is, but like I said, not every dog could be a, uh, a therapy dog. You know, they got to have that calmness, that uh, nurturedness. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Some dogs just have it and some dogs just yeah. don't. And so, I just want to say that, like, okay, I totally, like you've said when they were on, totally think that this is awesome, mm-hmm. getting the dogs out there, helping people. My biggest thing is that, so where I live, they don't allow dogs. Uh-huh. However, if it's a service dog... They'll let you have right. one. So all these people are getting service dogs Those, or whatever. Or the, yeah, you know that's what a soapbox that I want yeah. to go on. I'm like, this is just different. don't this do is, it, please. This is yeah. a therapy dog. Like, go. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then, like I say, I, I'm going to see if I could talk to a gal and see if she, because she explained it very well to me that settled my feathers down. Oh, yeah. But it is becoming, you know... Uh, like a new, tri- new it's a fad. Trend. Yeah, fad, fad. That fad. would be yes. Yeah, yes, yes. new fad. And so, but the, but the therapy dog, no, that's a whole different ball game than these service dogs. And so, like I said, we gotta, we'll, we'll get that hashed out one of these times. Well, let's head to what are we heading to? Are we heading to we're gonna trivia or heading yes, to, trivia. Okay. Let's head to trivia, and then we're gonna head to phones. All right. What has two heads, four eyes, six legs, and a tail? Two heads, four eyes, six legs, and a tail. Be back. Alrighty then, we got some people that have been hanging on, so I want to get to them fairly shortly here. Okay, what has two heads, four eyes, six legs, and a tail? I have no idea. A cowboy on a horse. A cowboy on a horse. Two heads, four eyes, six legs, and a tail. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. that that makes sense. Okay. There you go. Think right. about it. Think Thank about you. It. Yeah, Thank you. No problem. I'm going to use that one tomorrow there you go. with the kindergartners. There you go. Now you got to get them thinking in. And they're going to look at me and say, that doesn't make sense, Miss Adams. And I'm going to say, 
You're right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, let's head to the phone lines. You got okay. patient, people patiently waiting. Yes, we're going to talk to Lynn. Lynn has a question about a dog that has kidney disease. It's type 2. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Lynn, thank you so much for holding on. Hi. Now, hopefully you've been, um, you know, doing other things. Yeah. Hopefully you've been okay. multitasking while you were waiting. Sorry. <laughs> I was. Thank God for cordless phones. There right? you go. Yes, yes. So what's going on? So I have a 15-year-old um, Jack Russell Terrier. Right. And I took him in about two weeks ago. He had, a, you know, a physical and um, blood work. <clears throat> and um, the, it came back that he has level 2 or type 2 kidney disease. All right. And so what they did is, uh, he's 15, so I'm not going to do any, right, right. I don't know, fancy stuff. Right. So we put him on Hill's prescription diet. All right. For kidney care. Yeah. And then I took, you know, the, the dog food that we had before and slowly rotated the kidney care in. Mm-hmm. Slowly. Mm-hmm. Well... Prior to taking him to um, um, to the vet, he kind of had, you know, periodic diarrhea, mm-hmm. um, getting up in the middle of the night, you know, some, some warning signs. He's 15. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I've switched him over, he's still consistently, like the diet, like today he hasn't had anything, but okay. then last night he had runny stools. Okay. And I have Is this a canned food bolion. or dry food? Is this cad, canned or dry? It both. Okay, you know they have a major, uh, a major, major recall going on right now. The Hill Science prescription diet. I I did hear that, and I questioned them, yeah. and she said that this, the one I have, was yeah not recalled. Okay. I plan on taking it back. Yeah. obviously. Yeah, but okay. But the thing is, being that given the dog's age, and then you know the best thing that you could do for this is this the only dog you have. Well, I have two. I have a thirteen-year-old. Okay, um, because w- the, the um, you could also give Doctor uh, Jessica Levy, the holistic vet, you know, a call <laughs> about this. But the the protein levels that they all right away they hit. Oh my God, we can't do this because he's you know, the the, the big thing at this age. You know what I would do? I would just put him like on a, a a formulated raw diet. You know, like out of the freezer, room temperature, and give it to him. Um, I would okay. not be concerned. You know, what food were you feeding prior to this? Well, I'm I I am a fan of your show for many many years. Well, thank you. So we have been doing. Um, well, we switch around from Fron, and yeah. we switch to. Um, there's another kind that's called Solid Gold. Okay. Yep. And it's grain free. Yeah. And then we've been doing the the one that you promote. Yeah, Nutrisource. Nutrisource. Yep, Nutrisource. Yep, okay. and I've been rotating between those. Okay. You know, three. Okay. <clears throat> because what I would do is, I, I personally, I would I'd go back to the Nutrisource. And the grain-free at this point in time is not a big thing, okay? I wouldn't even have okay. to worry about the grain-free right now. And so the okay. thing is, because he asked people why they're on the grain-free, and they were like, well, isn't it better for the dog? Well, the reason grain-frees came out is because the dogs were having problems, like with rice and corn and wheat and such like this, okay? Mm-hmm. So they had to get rid of the grains. And so now they're finding that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and in rotation every so often, great, but otherwise, you know, just do like the beef and rice, trout and rice, uh, whatever, you know, sweet potatoes and such like that. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, because the legumes and such like that sometimes are hard for the dog to digest. Personally, I would put this dog, if he's 15 and in pretty decent shape, I'd put him in, uh, I would go to the formulated raw and I would also go to, you know, in some freeze dried 
and I would just okay. rotate him over into that because then th- that there he's going to absorb more of the nutrients. It's going to be easier for him to digest and easier on his digestive system. And there's not going to be any um, whatever you want to call it um, process to it. You know what I mean? He's getting okay. good whole food is what he's getting. So that hopefully will pro- prolong you know him and he'll do better with that instead of of the any processed stuff. All right. Okay. That would be, yeah. if this was my dog, remember, I'm not a vet. Okay. But if this no, is I my, know. if this is my dog, this is what I would do. I, I don't believe, I don't believe in the prescriptions, but that's everybody's individual choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is that I, anytime a dog is hitting the skids, I would pull them off of all processed foods and go to the, the height, the, the freeze dried or the, uh, the formulated raw out of the freezer, brought to room temperature and maybe do some digestive enzymes and some, uh, and some probiotics. You know what I mean? To help okay. the system, you know, kick in and be more healthy. But you have to rotate it in. All right. Uh, the, yep. But uh, like I said, Dr. Jess, you can, you know, the holistic vet, you can send her all your blood work and such like that. She can go over it and she can do recommendations for any like, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 any remedies or anything else that you could do to just help the situation. You know, you can okay. do that. But, you know, like instead of a conventional vet looking at it, you got a holistic eyes. You can also right. go to Dogs Naturally Magazine or, holi- or, or um, Dogs Naturally Magazine and look up kidney disease. All right. And empower yourself that way. Uh, mm-hmm. See what they have to say. And then also healthypets.mercola.com. Put in dog kidney disease and see what they have. You know, like I say, I just kind of get as much input as you can and then just make your decision what is going to be your plan all right okay because that's the whole thing okay. is input 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 no chemicals in or on this dog no flea and tick no heartworm no vaccinations yeah. no nothing nothing toxic into this dog yeah. at this point okay yeah well like i said i've been listening to you for oh, a long you. time so my dogs only get um rabies shots oh, they good. don't Look get anything fancy they don't it's nothing oh i'm impressed thank you thank you thank you i greatly and that does my heart good to hear that and so yeah, yeah so that's what i would just do though is that i would just try to go as natural as possible you know what i mean and so then mm-hmm. like i say hopefully we can get a couple more years out of this guy okay okay but then empower how you yourself so. how do you spell jessica lehman how do you spell Lehman. her last name no what you want go to holistic-vet-care.com holistic-vet-care.com. You can also go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, yep. and the link is on my show page. Okay? Oh, okay. So you can just click on that, and that'll send her right to, right to, the, to, to her website, okay? Okay, great. Well, keep me posted on what you wind up doing here because we all learn from each other, okay? Okay, great. Thank, Thank you, kiddo. Thank you very much. You bet. Thanks for hanging on. Yep. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, that's the thing is that there, there's so much different uh, ways of looking at this. And everybody knows I'm not a prescription person. And so, uh, but like I said, you got to empower yourself. And that's why I've been going to the websites. Just don't listen to me. Go look at other people, you know, vets that are in that. And just go and get your input and then make your decision on what plan do you want to do. All right. You know, the more you empower yourself, then you can open a discussion with your vet and you can yay, nay, or indifference, you know, from that point on. So. Do you like my sweatshirt, Carly? I do. You know, so bright, bright. It's I am. very bright. Yeah, 
It's it's I in really my color like palette. Yeah, I like bright. I, yeah, I really like yeah, this yeah, one yeah. here. But anyway, okay, where are we at? Uh, trivia or call? Um, we can start with a call. Let's yeah. do a call then. Yeah, so we're going to talk to Hillary. <coughs> she has a question about a, they just adopted a puppy and the puppy is very timid okay. and barking when it is scared. All right. So then. she's trying to fix that. Okay. Hi, Hillary. How you doing? Good. Hi. How are you? Good, good. What kind, what breed of puppy first and how old? The, um, he's almost six months old and they think that he's a lab carrier mix. How many pounds? I don't know. Okay. Um, I would say under 30 for sure. Oh, okay. 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 So I mean, now, they think he's full grown. Okay. So. How, no, not at six months. He ain't full grown. He's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Most dogs, uh, the, the majority of, 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 of growth is done that first year. And they okay. grow up to two years, okay? But the majority okay. is done that first year, year and a couple months, all right? So, yeah, they're not done growing yet. Don't let anybody tell you that one. Okay. <laughs> now, um, have you, what, how old was this pup when you got him? Uh, we just got him last Sunday. We oh, just last... adopted him from oh. the shelter last Sunday. Oh, okay. Okay. Sunday, so. okay, well, thank you for rescuing. So what's yeah. what's, what's going on? Um, he's absolutely perfect in every way. He's the calmest dog in the world, but anytime you have to scold him, like, if he does, you know, chew on something, he'll tuck his tail in his legs. And we've noticed twice when he gets scared, he's, like, kind of growled and barked. Okay. And I do daycare, so I just want to ensure that he's never going to be aggressive or... Okay. I just want to... I don't know how to train a timid dog. Okay, but, um, uh, well, see, usually if a dog... You know, those are the easiest ones to train because they want to please so much. Mm-hmm. And so if he's done something naughty, you don't come down like, you know, a bolt of lightning, all right? You just yeah. you deepen your voice, you slow it down. Ah, 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 bad dog. Shame on you. Enough set. Okay, and then okay. redirect. Like, okay, let's say it's time out in the kennel or we're going to put you outside. Never go towards the dog, okay? Like you're going to mm-hmm. give him the what for. Don't give him the alpha shake Don't or take down a roll. Don't be doing that with this personality of dog, all right? Because okay. the thing is, is that, like I say, if they, the tail is tucked, he's right away, he's... What do you want to, you know, bowing to you like I am D, I am really sorry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like if he did it with his mom, his mom would growl at him and he'd recoil. Like, I'm so sorry, yeah. I won't do that again. And if you keep coming, then he has no other option. If he can't flee, he's going to fight, you know, but but he's he's trying to like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, the two times that he's growled is he was sleeping and he got startled. Okay. Okay. And so... um it wasn't even. It wasn't even like when he was in trouble. No, I mean, because because really, you tell him no, and he's like, nope, I'm done. And okay, good. Okay, I first mean, of he, all, you never, ever, ever touch a dog that's sleeping. Never. Okay. okay, you let sleeping dogs lie. And if you have a dog that has a little bit of an issue, like. If, you know, you walk by their bed or whatever, then those dogs need to be kenneled, okay? Okay. So then that way there, you don't have to worry about somebody actually trip because it's just like some humans. Some humans wake up really easy and, you know, they love life the minute their feet hit the ground. And some mm-hmm. people are the nicest people, but you try waking them up when they're sleeping, boy, you better take out life insurance. They'll take you out. Yeah. You know? And so that's why it's a lot of dogs, especially if the dog is, can you hold on a sec so we can sure. uh, talk more about this because a lot of people need to hear this. Yeah. Okay, so don't don't hang up, all right? Okay, did you hear the one about the dog that didn't have any teeth? Did you hear the one about the dog that didn't have any teeth? We'll be back. All righty then. Thanks for tuning in. We're winding it down. Okay, did you hear the one about the dog that didn't have any teeth? 
He was all gums? No, <laughs> close. Its bark was worse than its bite. Oh. His bark was worse than his bite. That makes more sense. There you go. I right. like it. There we go. Very okay. good. Done. Done for the day. Done, done, and done. Done, done. All right, let's go back to Hillary. Yes. Okay, now Hillary, you said you yes. just got this pupper last week? Yeah. Okay. You got to allow this dog, being that you do daycare, you got to allow this dog to acclimate to his new surroundings, you and that, before he really gets to meet the kids, okay? Because okay. kids are, bleh, you know, how, how many mm-hmm. kids do you, uh, do you take care of? Ten. Ten. Oh, good. Gail gun. I, <laughs> I tip my hat to you, gal. <laughs> but anyway, so it's really important that they learn, this pup learns about them, like when they're sitting and being still and maybe you reading a book and the dog is, you know, listening. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. get that where they're, they're, they're running and blah and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Get to okay. know who that dog is. And then maybe like two kids at a time, you introduce them eventually, but wait till you get a feel of the dog better. Okay. Don't throw this dog to the wolves, AKA the kids yeah <laughs> you know with all that busyness and such like that especially if it's you know if you got a shy dog okay yeah. you, you want to build that confidence you know by doing i don't know if you heard earlier the playing the what is this game go up to a kid's mm-hmm. toy what is this what is this i'll have okay? to try that because so far we've we we i guess i did kind of just throw him in the mix and and he's been great he loves yeah. to play okay okay super calm when the parents come to the door doesn't bark i mean he he's absolutely perfect good we just noticed that he like my son this weekend kind of like jumped by him and it scared him and he barked at him yeah. and well yeah he got scared you know we all do that yeah. we, either, we either come yep. out punching or whatever yeah so, so you want to but I like i'm just but get Over to know, paranoid. right? But get to know him, though. You know what I mean. Okay. Get better, so that and like I say, if you have to put him on a leash, or you got, you know what I mean. So you, you know, you if you you can you control ten kids, you got good instincts, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, use those instincts with the dog. But now, as far as like I say, if the dog is sleeping, you know, never ever you you you're uh, like in the middle of the room, you clap your hands, wake, yep. you know, hi, come on, let's go. The dog has to come to you. Don't you go to them, okay? okay. And then. Now, when they come off of their bed, you they don't do anything. Don't shake them. Don't touch them until they shake. Once they shake, that's just like saying, okay, I'm awake now. All right. Okay. But if they get out and just kind of muddle across, they're not awake yet. It's kind of like you waking up and kind of doing the Tim Conway shuffle to the bathroom. You're, yeah. you know, you're physically moving, but your brain isn't with the program yet. You want to make okay. and so and like I say, some dogs and the dog could have been in just a really deep sleep. And so that's mm-hmm. what you got to do is that. Don't get hit the panic button, but the whole thing is get to know the personality when this dog is sleeping. Okay, and then okay. and go from there. And then, like I say, if he if he's a deep sleeper, then make sure you use a carry kennel. You know, get a, a not an all wire kind. You want the plastic type. All right. Okay. Start feeding him in the kennel and put him in there for a minute here, ten minutes there. You know, so that he gets used to it. So that's his timeout when the kids are being obnoxious and they're not leaving the dog alone. You can get the dog away from the kids. You know what I mean? You need a, a place for him to go so he can have his own face and space. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Okay. okay. I think we'll just schedule like a private session too, because it'd be fun to to learn that. But if you have a second, I have another quick question. The quick. the last lady kind of made me think. Um, we have a miniature Sheltie who is almost eighteen. Okay. And she's having frequent accidents all the time now. Yep. And I know she has a lot of protein in her kidneys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how do we know, like, is, it, is there anything we can switch with their diet, or is it just kind of getting to that time? Well, but the thing is, is that, well, if they're leaking a lot, especially at 18, I'm proud of you at that one. <laughs> Holy <laughs> buckets. And that's, especially if it's a female, they really leak a lot as they get older, you know, like in that 16, yep. you know, mark. And so, you know, uh, um, uh, personally, any dog that can get to be like 14 and above, I would pull out processed foods and just do really good, you know what I mean? Like the, the freeze-dried, mm-hmm. the dehydrated, and then the raw, formulated raw out of the refrigerator, out of the freezer to room temperature. That's what Where I would do. Where do you get do. that at? You can get it at, what, what area do you live in? Up in Mora. Mora, okay. You could might check that. You might be able to get some online. You know what I mean? Okay. Some frozen food that will, you know, come to you. So, or you could do the freeze dried. That would be your better bet. Okay. You can get the freeze dried. Freeze dried okay. like OC raw. Okay. Mm-hmm. OC raw, um, uh, Tucker, not Tucker's, Northwest Naturals. OC raw, and Northwest Naturals. And that's the, that is the raw with the moisture taken out of it. You just add okay. a little bit of moisture and then you add your, I, that's what I would do. I just rotate it in and just okay. kind of, you know, and just try to get rid of it. Cause it's kind of like, you know, at the processed food. So no matter how good at this point in life, sometimes they have a hard time breaking it down. Yeah. Okay? We're doing taste of the wild. I don't know if that's. Yeah. That's not, I would get off of that. That's a diamond oh, product. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but I would really, yeah, I would do that. I rotate into it and hopefully maybe you'll get it maybe even another year boy i'm impressed that she's that old yeah she's otherwise she's doing really good that is awesome oh. that is awesome and there is if you go to that holistic-vet-care.com she, yep. there are for dogs or female dogs that kind of leak oh she full out just has x i mean it's just not even a leak anymore oh okay it's, okay because okay it's, she's blind and deaf and has like only half her teeth i mean okay it's, <laughs> she's it's an old gal be, yeah it's, it's getting there so but yeah so freeze dried if you're in more then yeah do the try the freeze dried instead of the raw just and okay. then you could also do dehydrated i use sojo's s-o-j-o all right and you could do that because that's not processed well the freeze dried is not processed and then the sojo's is 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 more uh like i said it's not processed processed like the kibble that is cooked and baked and stuff like that so Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank okay, you so much. Well, thank you so much. You take care. Good luck. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Taking care of 10 kids. My head hurts. Just the thought of that. I take care of 26. Well, I know it. I know it. I know it. But I mean, but you're all by yourself and all day. Well, with the, with the kidney gardeners, don't they, you, aren't there other teachers where you can bounce them off of other? No. no? I mean, there is now because I'm student teaching, but sometimes my teacher will just leave the room and I'll be the only one in there. See, I disagree with all day kindergarten. I'm sorry. It should be AM, PM, none of this all day stuff. I end the story, but we got to get to this caller. Yes. She's been waiting greatly. So we can talk about that next week. There you go. (laughs) Hey, Susan, how you doing? Susan? Yes. Okay. Hi there. What What can I do for you? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what I can do for my dog because I got a Maltese poodle. Yeah. She's about 15 months. All right. We, we started off feeding her Taste of the Wild. Now we buy Nutrisaur. Yay. It doesn't seem like she likes anything we give her. And lately she's been going to my cat's litter box looking for food. Oh, yeah, Doug, kitty treats. They love that. Uh, because uh, uh, cat food is uh, such a high protein. By the time they process it out, it makes a good dog treat. So make sure that you put the litter box up so somehow so the dog can't get to it but the cat can okay to keep her out of that and then if right, she's, well, we got 
two cats and two litter boxes in the house, so okay, it's like yeah. trying to keep her away from both, yeah. Right, so what you just got to do is, is elevate, you know, because you have a Yorkie piece, she's, she's smaller, so try to, you know, try to figure out something where the cats can jump up onto it and get it, but the dog can't, all right? Right. Okay, whether it's a low table or something like that. But anyway, and see, she might be filling herself up on kitty treats that, you know, no no food is going to be good enough. But with a Nutrisource, which is a wise choice, uh, that... Most small dogs, uh, if they like rotation, every three to four days they want something new. And so that's what I tell people to do is ro- you got to rotate the, the diet. And especially if they're getting food from other, like a lot of treats and a lot of kitty treats and stuff like that. If they're not hungry, they can be picky. And so that's why you got to really watch the intake with the smaller dogs so that they you don't fill up their stomach so they can be uh, finicky. Okay. Right. Okay. So that's why, like I said, and see, uh, you could also try what we've been talking about earlier. You know, freeze dry, dehydrate. You know, rotate with that stuff. What what brand are you or what uh, formula are you feeding of Nutrisource right now? It's the purple bag. I don't know if that's a puppy formula. Okay, yeah, or... get them off the pur- puppy formula and just go to a regular. Try their beef and uh, beef and rice, okay? Try their okay. lamb and rice. Uh, uh, try, you know, to, go, to buy small bags. If you can, go to a lot of the stores. They have uh, free uh, sample packs of Nutrisource. Go get, uh, like, four different samples and just see which one your dog likes the best and then rotate into those, okay? But buy small bags and then and go from there. Okay, right. but yeah, to get them all. That's a puppy one. The purple one is a puppy, and your dog, your dog does not need to be on puppy anymore. Uh, that's really, really rich, and that causes a lot of doos. <laughs> so that's why I try the beef. A lot of them love the beef and rice, and a lot of them like the ramen rice. And, you know what I mean? So try the different ones. All right, but most stores. What store? What area do you live in? Uh, Lionel Lake. So oh, okay. I went to the Chuck and Don's and Blaine there. Okay, good. Yeah, or like for pet's sake, go to a lot of them. They have free samples of Nutrisource. Just say I want four, uh, free, four free samples of Nutrisource uh, dog food and just see what the, okay. they can give you. And sometimes they'll let you pick through and you can pick out your own. Okay? Great. Okay, sounds good. We'll okay, kiddo. Thank you so much. Have a great week. You too. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. And if you got any questions for me, you can give me a holler up at Katie's Canines or you can go to Katie's Canine Facebook page. Go to mytalk1071.com and you can get in my, my Katie Canine Facebook. You can get uh, the podcast. Remember, we're podcast. And uh, you can stream the show anytime live. Anyway, so I greatly appreciate you sharing your afternoon with me. Thank you, Carly. We we done did it. Another week done. Into the into the can. And then maybe Wednesday, uh, check out Twin Cities Live in time between 3 and 4. If the weather's good, I'll be there. Have a great week. Don't hide your dogs. Train them.